Blog Talk Radio.
is in the house right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. You are listening to your host, Evangelist Robert Pope, right here in the house to bring you the gospel at its finest, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just excited. Dr. Philip Deuce is in the house. What's going on, Dr. Deuce? It's all beautiful. It's all beautiful. How y'all it's doing? Beautiful. Everybody doing, doing. Sister Vanda Peppercorn in the house. How you doing, Sister Vanda Lance? I'm doing it, How y'all doing? I'm feeling so like much you. better. I'm so glad to hear you feeling so, so chipper today. Honey, what you talking about? I was going to die. You know, you know, Benjamin wasn't been in the hospital and stuff. And I had been praying for her and stuff. You know, See, I knew she was going to come through. I knew it. I knew it too. Cause mm-hmm. I've been praying very hard, very hard. And I thank God for who he is. And I'm telling you, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, you know how they say it, not on my side, but the blood that heals and delivers us from all sicknesses and disease. Honey, he was on my side, and he brought me through. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Dr. Philip Deuce, he had him a little sniffle here. See, we, we know God, and we know his son, Jesus. And he we we know the word of God that says it's fine through his stripes that we are healed, and not only physically, but mentally, socially, economically, spiritually. We healed and delivered in every area of our life. Amen. If we believe that. If we believe, Amen. you know you got to believe that. You got to have faith and know Amen. that you're already here. And healing lives inside of you. So we are glad to be back in the house. We're still praying for our brother, uh, Minister D, who is recovering very well. God is on his side, too. Don't think, I'm telling you, the enemy think he, gonna, he can block, and he can't block and stop nothing God got going on. He's a, a, a mirage, if you if you ask me. Glorious Gospel Rises here, baby, and we're going to be here, and we're going to be healed while we're delivering the best music in the world, and that's gospel music, and give you all of the, the, the goodies, and the, you know, I ain't going to say gospel, because you know you're supposed to be gospel. Like, you don't post gospel, you don't post, you don't post gospel on the radio. Well, listen to me talking. <laughs> anyway. Well. Now, y'all know I don't do no gospel, you ain't heard none of that crap from me. That's yes, what sir. We say, know don't. you don't carry nothing <laughs> but your Bibles and your 22. And you know that. And you know that. And don't put my business out on the air like that. Oh, don't, do, don't do that. Don't do that because I don't have to come to your house. They're, don't do that. They already oh, know. Oh, no, she's threatening. They already know. They already know. See, she's, whoo, pray for a lot. But before we get caught, we're going to pray. <laughs> We're going to pray, thank you. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you, praise you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us, Lord God. We thank you for this radio broadcast, Glorious Gospel Vibes. We ask you to continue to bless it, to go forward, regardless of what's going on, Lord God. We thank you for this radio broadcast. We thank you for the host that's on the air, Dr. Philip Deuce, Minister D, Sister Vanjus Peppercorn, anybody else who comes on. Lord God, we ask you to give them the knowledge and strength to be able to uplift your people and make them joyous in their hearts. That's what we want to do, Lord God. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen again. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Deuce, what's been, you know, what's been popping? You know, I you like know, I just got to put that out there because I haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. You know, we, we were known last week. So, you know, I, you know, people are looking for us, too. I thought they weren't looking for us, but ooh, 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 ooh. We can't be doing that. I know that's right. But things that, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm so happy getting ready to go into 2020 because, you know, every year we always have a, I call them a fancy, hyper-spiritual slogans about what it's going to be. I remember back in 1994, it says, we're all coming out of debt and we're going to be rich and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I found out? I said back that last year. Huh? I said that last year. <laughs> yeah. But I'm ever since 94. But you know, what, you know, I'm going to tell you what I've realized about our God who is sovereign. Mm. Uh, it's a Bible verse that says, he that cometh to God, it's in Hebrews, must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently mm-hmm. seek him. Seek and then there's come another verse in Galatians says this. Do not weary in what well do, well do. for in due mm. season 
You mm. shall, not maybe, shall is a direct mm. imperative of what, like, like, there's no wiggle room. It's it's a promise that's a sentence. You shall reap if you, you want shall. to faint not. Faint not. It didn't mean mm. you weren't going to have no problems. You weren't going to go through some Come difficulties. It Come didn't on. mean that you won't have no mountains. You won't have to climb some valleys to go through. But it says uh, that if you don't give up, don't quit. He said, mm-hmm. you shall reap, and it's a, an appointed time. And I know we like to say, my due season is now, but you don't know where it is. You don't know. And I'm looking at 2020 saying, God, whatever you put in my path this season, it's going to be for me. Because I just, you know, yesterday was four years I've had a heart transplant. My God. Four years after being My sick God. for 18 years, believing God for divine healing, but he didn't take me through divine healing. So what I want to mm. say to everybody as we get ready to go in this new year, listen, stay on the path with God because he's going to bless you. Now, if yes, you were to ask me, Dukes, when you were to have them $20 million in 19, I mean, in uh, um, uh, 19, I mean, 2001, or would you rather have that heart transplant well, that was on time if you had to trade? I would trade the, I wouldn't trade that heart transplant for that. Because money can come I and know go. that. What you but I, what about? I'm trying to get y'all to see is this God has everything under oh, control. Just keep obeying him. Stop mm-hmm. tripping about what you ain't got. I bet you most of us, and we be honest, you ain't hungry. You what need to you lose some weight. Don't even know what hunger feels like. Mm, not real hunger. Mm-mm. And in 2020, God is going to do some blessing. Yes, he is. So just rejoice. Just oh rejoice oh and God. keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Yes, yes. That's a good word. You. He'll restore you. He'll help you. Just sell out to him. Now, you ought to be mm. asking him and believing him for the impossible. I'm going to turn mm. 63. I'm going to do what I should have did at 22. That's right. What you talking about? What you talking about? Impossible. It's possible, baby. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing impossible for my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just right. Possible. Yes. And yes. Yes. Just stay focused uh, and mean business with thinking. God. My grandma should say that, Globy. My grandma mm. said, "Mean business with God." Mean business. I know that ain't in the Bible. <laughs> good. I'll be putting that on Mean business with God. Mean business with God. That's good. Well, I tell y'all right now, uh, 2020 getting ready to happen, and that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about that you can get can't, cannot get through with Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. So mm. keep your hats on. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. Uh, uh, Dr. Deuce gonna bring Dr. Deuce. You bringing some history today? I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of. Bible. Give us a little whatever you got, whatever you got, whatever you got. But right now, we're going to take a little sleigh ride. You know, it's Christmas time. Give us some Christmas cheer right here. The South Florida Songwriters Association, West Palm Beach, Florida in the house. Sleigh ride in the house. Put on your mitts and don't just sit for good, we gotta play the cat. 
rotten on the floor, the temperature's below zero. The moon is out tonight, the stars are shining bright. I'm feeling alright, my girl is by my side. It ain't nothing but a sleigh ride. jacket on everything, you know, experience it, walk back in the hotel, take the jacket off, and go to the restaurant. That's how I want <laughs> oh, you to just want to look. You just want to experience a little bit. Of, you want to, yeah, I want to yeah. walk outside and, I, you know, just walk out, experience it all on the ground. Watch the other people shovel it, you see. Oh, 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 so yeah. you just want to enjoy, enjoy the sight. Have my big Mac coat on, you know. You know, mm-hmm. down here in Florida, we can't wait till it get close to, like, Maybe 52, we put it out the pimp coat. <laughs> what you talking about? Ah, my Guess sister called me and said it was 52 degrees in the West Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, mm, we she said everybody right walking around with hoodies on, with fur around, mm-hmm. and boots all the way up to the kneecaps. I said, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't let it get to 45. It's <laughs> straight, that, straight out cooking then, boy. Have everything. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, that's funny. But I tell y'all, uh, there uh, here in the, in Atlanta, we have um, 
Stone Mountain in the Cab County area, and and they're dressing it up like it's like it's up north in New York somewhere. You know, they're putting the snow. They they they're making uh, slopes for you to ski. Uh, they got the whole snow outfit that's gonna be going on this year in Stone Mountain. So. I'm thinking about it, but wow. I won't be getting no skis. I won't be doing no skiing. I, I don't even want to do no ice skating. Well, they have ice skating here. We have no ice skating. Just, just I just want to watch everybody else. You know, like that. Well, I, I tell you, ice skate. you are I mean, not. Now, if you have never done it, it's not. It's not it, at our age. I don't think it's going. It's going to work. Well, see, I got a remedy for that. See, when I go skiing, I'm going to wrap a whole bunch of bu- bubble pack around my body. So when I fall down, I bounce. You know, you are gonna have some helium or something up in them bubbles, cause baby, when you hit everything <laughs> busting, ain't, ain't no bubble wrap gonna do. It. Ain't, ain't gonna get it. It's not gonna get it. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, well, since Minister D is out, 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 out of commission. We gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do a little new segment, but I want to just bring I want y'all to just check this out. I'm gonna bring this to the forefront. Uh something that has been happening uh, in the area. So right here on Glory Scouts with Vibes, we're going to do a little news, a little news right here. Oh, 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 mm. Well, look here. This is what I want to talk to y'all about. I ain't, ain't going to get all crazy. But I'm in in the Carolinas. This is up in the Carolinas. Y'all, y'all picture this now. I'm going to bring this to you. A man who stole $88,000 mm. from Bank Vault caught after he flashed all his stacks of money on social media. <laughs> he decided he was going to rob the bank. Now, let's check this out. I, I just wanted to read y'all the headlines because it took him a while to get the 88000 It wasn't just like he just robbed it and he got $88,000 and he flashed it. He took, he was precise and careful. Took him 18 visits to that vault. 18. So it's a, if you're systematically stealing money from a bank vault, it may not be a good idea to post the evidence on social media pages. Not, what about what, that you don't what understand? Is that? Uh, what kind uh, of mess uh. is that? A bank employee in Charlotte, North Carolina, allegedly stole $88,000 from the bank's vault, according to a release from the United States Attorney's Office, Western District, of North Carolina. So now I'm just trying to figure out what possessed him to go on Facebook, Twitter, put a picture of him with the stacks up. It took him 18 visits. 18 now. I'm just trying to get the, the dilly on this. It say he wasn't even bashful about it. He just advertised it to his social media followers, the life and luxury of his funding. Mm-hmm. The release said that the criminal, wait a minute, the criminal indictment was unsealed, uh, that was this week too, in the federal court after the arrest of Orlando Henderson, 29, by the FBI in San Diego. The unsealed indictment alleges Henderson stole cash out of the vault in separate allotments on at least 18 different occasions in just this year alone.
We had a disconnection, some technical difficulties. So can y'all hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I'm going to be back on the air. We had a little tech. Now let's get back to what I was talking about. We were talking about the $88,000 that was stolen from the cash vault in North, in North Carolina by a certain young man who put the, uh, went, went to the vault 18 times and within this year and collected $88,000. He decided to go on social media to show everybody that he had this money and he was flowed up. They call flowed up, which means he got a lot of money now. He didn't have none uh-huh. yesterday, but now he got some today, and you, everybody can see it. So now this young man is sitting up in jail, which is so sad. Because he decided to go on Facebook and Instagram and post from September showing him posing with a white Mercedes Benz in Hollywood, California. Uh Uh-huh. Now, he was arrested on December 4th. Now, CNN reached out by phone and emailed to Henderson's public, uh, federal public defender in California for a comment, but they didn't hear anything back about that. But I just want to know what do y'all think about some stupid uh, law forgiveness for that? I mean, that's 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 what you call foolish, foolish. You gonna steal and then you are gonna put it for everybody to know. Mm-hmm. You looking for go to jail? Hell no, go to jail. He just stopped by my house. I gave me a couple of dollars. I done had to die for until he got out. Yeah. you know his his <laughs> first problem so was when he let that thought come in his mind and he walked. Let me use some of my uh, dad's language, all right? When he walked in White Folk Bank and saw all that money and that wasn't his, and he had that good that job, wasn't hmm. he, he should have been saying, I got a good job. I don't need to mess this up because this ain't my money. But uh, he money. saw that money, and he, he thought that devil started speaking to him, plotting right there, and greed jumped in. Mm-mm-mm. He got away the first time, got away the second time. And then he thought, I'm untouchable. Mm-hmm. I used to be a criminal. I know the pattern. That devil make you mm-hmm. feel like you're untouchable. Look at you done got away mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, nine times. This ain't nothing. You got this. <laughs> then that devil say, that devil say, you hear tell you, do something else. Play it on social media. Flodge it. You got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And that let, same let demon that you, you, them same you, you got another money. Look at mm-hmm. See what he got? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. same spirit. I, I put you, got him in prison now. Because he's greedy. Greedy. I've been greedy. I know what I'm talking about now. That devil will tell you how to do it, how to get away with it. You think you're slick. This is the way the enemy, he coming at us on every side. Uh Even things that's down in us that we don't even know we're capable of doing, he's bringing it out. You got to know how to move that mess. That's some stuff that you got. He used your own hand to destroy you. Okay. Your own hand, if you let him. Because he knows you hand. still got a foolish heart. You still got foolishness mm-hmm. in your spirit. And he going to bring it out. So it's time for us to pay attention, go before God and get up all, and, uh, and, and, uh, and and ask God and repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us for all our mess and uproot mm-hmm. them demons that got to come about. And I'm telling you, the enemy right. coming at us exactly. hard now because his, his, his time is so, so close. Y'all just don't know. Your That's right. Crucify mm-hmm. that flesh. Mm-hmm. Crucify. Paul say, put it to death. You can put it to death. See, but old boy, see, there's something about when you get some money, you want everybody to know it. See, he was 20, what, 20? I yeah. saw that article. That's why. He was 20, 29. He, he ain't mature yet. Why is that? When people get a large amount of money, everybody you want everybody to know. I'm gonna be yeah, so incognito. Yeah, let me know they, they immature. They immature. I learned a long time ago. When you get some money, just be quiet. But sometimes quiet. you want be everybody cool. to say, "Look at me," because that's insecurity. You know, this, this is these these things. You know, it's nice to have mm-hmm. nice things when you do it like that. But then again, hold up. Let's talk about the criminal aspect because. If you are real, real criminals don't do that. Okay. Mm-mm. Real, mm-mm. real criminals don't. Real criminals. Oh, real criminals. So he, well, he was a, he was a, he was a, uh, what the, what the, how they call it, amateur. Yeah, real <laughs> criminals ain't got no money. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
amateur criminal. Yeah, well, I just wanted to throw that out there, a little news for today, right here on Glorious Gospel Vibe. We getting ready to come back with a little black history, uh, but before we do that, we going to uh, 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 let me let me run by something. I just want to thank everybody that was praying for me for my healing and deliverance. I I gotta say something else about that because um, I went through a lot of pain. Um, I was in a car accident and my rotary cup was torn. Also, my my arm was pulled from the socket. Uh, I just want to thank God for being able to manifest. One, number one thing is having insurance. <laughs> what you talking Amen. about? Amen. You ain't got no insurance. You, you might be up the creek without a paddle. But I thank him for that opportunity to have that. Also, for the people that prayed for me and uh, especially uh, you too, Dr. Deuce, for praying for me and blessing me, uh, and God blessing me for healing. And I'm not complete, I'm not totally healed. I'm still going through a lot of pain. But guess what? I'm already healed. See, I got to keep that in mind that my healing is already there. And everything that I'm going through right now is just a little effect of, from from the fixing of what went for. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I got a little song I'd like to play today by Brian Courtney Wilson called Heal. Find a way. And I found a way, and that was through Jesus Christ. So just want to throw that out, out there for you. Right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes, Heal by Brian Courtney Wilson. So many reasons why we start to cry. Until it's hard to see how things could ever change that cause us pain while our blood flows in the street. But I'm convinced that you can pull us through and have not removed your hand. Yes, we will find a way to pray. So many real concerns we left to burn Now rage wants to rule the day People are taking sides and as tensions rise The righteous must take their place
bless the Lord. There is no pain oh, that yeah. heaven cannot heal. Praise be to God. Oh. <laughs> right here, Black History in the House with Dr. Philip Dukes. Coming right at you right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. Let's do it, do it, do it. Mm, 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 all right, mm. all right. Here we go, here we go. Here go, y'all. Listen, before I start this, I want to give y'all a little um, encouragement. When we talk about black history and we talk about the Bible, uh, there's an attack on the word of God and its historical truth like never before. So uh, when we're teaching these things, there are those that will say, well, you know, the Bible was, uh, was plagiarized out of Egypt, Horus and Osiris. And the mother-child cult And uh, Moses was educated in Egypt And they'll take these things That the Bible says out of context And apply it to that And some of you out there listening uh, Have heard these things But I'm going to tell you they are not true Alright uh, And we're going to be dealing with some of that next month When we're talking about black history And truth About mm. mankind And the earth there are no errors in the mm-hmm. Bible, and it was not plagiarized out of Egypt from the uh, Book of the Dead or any of that. There were things going on in the earth that the Bible does not explain. But the Bible tells me if I ask God, he will give me wisdom. Uh, James said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask it of God. And, and then also Paul tells Timothy to study to show yourself approved. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing or categorizing the word of God. So when we start talking about these historical truths, there are many that will fight you and they will dress it up about these things coming out of Egypt. And I'm going to say that first because I'm going to be dealing with that, uh, what they call the plagiarism of the Bible and the Jewish people and all that kind of thing. But today I want Mm -hmm. you to, I'm going to go back over something about black history in the Bible and the people in the earth. And that is, I'm going to make this statement first before I prove it. Adam and Eve were black people, colored people. If you're a black person, uh, you know, we got six or seven different shades of us. My head is darker than my legs. Now, I got one child that's black all over. I used to be like that and got brown. But that's what we call ourselves black because in America, uh, the darker you were, the worse they treated you. So when you look at our history and our culture, um, um, and then black was a unifying point. Uh, that's why we call ourselves black. But, and, 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 and when you look at the Bible, teaches you that the Garden of Eden was first around uh, a place called Ethiopia and another place called Havilah. Uh Ethiopia, then you, you, you listen to um, your people on television, your conservative people. I ain't going to call their names right now. I'll do that later. They'll tell you he's not talking, the Bible's not talking about the Ethiopia of the Bible, but they are talking about it because that's where all your archaeology and your anthropology come from from man because those were the some of the first excuse me settlements they tried to move it uh, more uh, east to Mesopotamia but there's no ancient history in Mesopotamia where archaeologists going up digging up bones and artifacts so when we start talking about man the bible is an accurate history book telling us who we are and where we came from so when we are looking at the bible I want you to understand that it starts out talking about this man, uh, these people that are building this place, uh, this tower of Babel. And there are one people, one language in the land of Shinar, and that is pointing to Nimrod, who built this place called Babel. And it's also pointing to the roots of man, because when you read there about the table of nations, uh, where we come from, not races, okay? If you're talk, still talking about race, you learn that, on the white supremacy Ain't no human races It is the race And you go back to uh, Genesis mm. chapter 10 uh, You will see All those different People, groups Okay Human culture And when you get to Hamites From verse 6 chapter 10 to verse uh, 20 You will see all these people All these people And every time you see those names in the Bible Those are black people now, if you learn like I did uh, from conservative Eurocentric seminaries, they will tell you, no, 
These are white people, and black people came out of the curse. Now, they don't say that directly, but they still teach that because every time they show these people up in your Bibles, they're always what? They're always white in the movies. Come on, y'all. Y'all know it's true. They don't get black people to play these parts, but they hold fast to that. Okay? They hold fast. That's the pride of life. But there are no Japanese. There are no Filipinos. There are no Italians. Nobody from Britain. These are all colored people here. Your DNA mm-hmm. tells you that, okay? This is not the pride of life I'm teaching. This is not uh, black supremacy. I'm just telling you all the truth, all right? This is what your mm-hmm. archaeology and your DNA. God is the author of DNA. God, in uh, the book of Acts, he said, I've made all the nations of the earth from one blood. Go down to that. I believe in chapter 17. I don't have that note in front of me. Um, he made all the nations of the earth from one blood, Okay. And that blood, these are colored people. Now, uh, you see these tables of nations here. And God, when it, after the flood, he's pointing to where the roots of man come from. Because you got to remember, God operates outside of time. He only steps in time when he's dealing with you and I. He doesn't operate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't live in time. He exists in time mm-hmm. on our behalf. He created time for us. So he steps in time to deal with me and you. He don't deal uh, in time like that because he knows the past before the past got to be the past and the future before the future got to be the future. So he's showing us here important to uh, the origin of man by talking about these first builders uh, in this family called the Hamites. That is the identity of the human race. Not the racist. You don't belong to the black race. You belong to the human race. And black culture, Japanese culture, or whatever other culture comes out of the Tower of Babel. Now, when we talk, when we teach this, and we open this up about black people, you begin to cut at the root of bigotry. That's why I teach anything on the Globy Pope Gospel Show. That's why I teach because we are trying to bring you in line with God so you can walk in love. If you don't walk in love, you ain't got no power from God. You're just a tinkling symbol and brass, okay? So we're teaching this truth. God is going to move. Teach your children this truth. Math Mm -hmm. and science come out of black folk. We were not all in Africa with bones in our nose going deeble-deeble-deeble and ignorant. That happened in the 18th, no, the 16th, and 16th, 17th, 18th century, where they began to uh, break Africa down for its riches. Now, the Garden of Eden, they tell you in chapter 2 that the Garden of Eden is around this place called Havla, where there is gold. That's, that's what we, the place we call Africa. There's more gold in Africa and one country in Africa than just about the whole world. But they don't want to tell mm-hmm. you that. Okay? Right. That's why they're all mm-hmm. over there. So when you talk about Pat. black history, understand your history starts with the Bible. And every other culture comes out of us. All right? There are all these other people, Chinese, Jews, uh, well, the ancient, well, let me take that back. The ancient Jewish people are colored people. And let me throw this in here. Let me parenthetically throw this in here. You see these people call themselves black Hebrew Israelites and telling us we the real oh, Hebrews in America. We're going to deal with that sometime next month. That's a lie. You see them just kill all them people in New Jersey, kill all them folks, because they're a hate group. A lot of us got Jewish roots and don't know it, but it, none of that really matters if you ain't coming through the blood, okay? I just want to parenthetically inject, parenthetically inject that in there because we're going to be dealing with that too. But understand, when you start teaching black history, you begin to break down the bigotry and the pride of life by knowing your Bible, looking at DNA. Go online. Let me give you all this information. I'm not the kind of person that do studies and won't tell you where I got stuff from because I want you to go look at yourself. Go look at the real Eve. Okay, Google the real Eve, pull it up, look at the, the, science, the scientific evidence came out in 1987. You will see the Eurocentric uh, Christian church denouncing it, saying they ain't so because they don't want to admit that Eve, Adam and Eve were black people. They still want to make them look like uh, Barney Fife and Opie and Aunt Emma, you know, off of that, that show uh, Andy Griffith, right? That's what they want to make it look like, but it wasn't that. And if it was, I would have said because I don't deal with that. Okay, so but what we're gonna we're gonna tear down these lives. What you say, Sister Peppercorn? Yeah, Michelle, don't talk about me. 
<laughs> but, but we want we want you to teach your children this and, and push this in a broader spectrum of society because the same DNA that you're gonna look at in that video is the same DNA that make you pay child support. It's the same DNA that puts you in prison. It's the same DNA to get you out of prison. It's the same DNA that's telling the story of man and what God did. But in your conservative church, they they, they still don't want to accept it. They don't want to accept it. They don't want to teach you. I say, well, why 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 are you saying this? Why are you saying this? Does it matter? Sure, it matters because all these years, even today, when you go look at Adam and Google it, you're gonna see some European person, some melanin deprived person. And that's not so. So when we're talking about black culture, in your Bible, go there and look at the table of nations. Go there and look at chapter 10. Now, all these are black black people in chapter 10. But they tell you that, well, the black people came from the curse of Canaan. That's not true. And they'll say, well, they just came out of the Hamites, and they were white people, and they went everywhere else. No, that's not true either. They were all black people, colored people, colored people from uh Let's go. Like, let me let me give you a color spectrum from um, Wesley Snipes to Obama. Let's put it like that. A red fox. Red fox was a reddish brown person. He looked like the ancient Egyptians, and a lot of the ancient Egyptians were Nubian because they came out of that east-west, I mean southwest corridor, the Celtic. So when we talk about Black history, remember, look at your Bible. Go there and study it. Go there and look at from Genesis uh, chapter 1 and read all the way to chapter 12 and look at these culture of people because the ancient uh, Jewish people were colored people, a group of colored people. Hebrews just mean border crossing. And if you look at the table of nations, you won't find the word Hebrew in there. I'm going to talk about that, why you can't find it. There's a reason why you can't find that word Hebrew. You find everything else, but you won't find that word Hebrew. And it's a reason why we're going to talk about that. I'm going to watch your appetite with that. So when we're looking at mankind and you're studying your Bible, just go there and look at all those people that are in Chapter 10. Every Hittite is a black person. You, know, you see them in the Bible all the time. Every Hittite, every, all those people when, uh, when uh, 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 David uh, killed uh, uh, his servant, uh, Uriah and married his Hittite wife. That was a black woman. She probably looked like Sister Peppercorn. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing for people to accept because of pride of life. These are colored people. Color, I like to use the word colored, okay? Because in the color story, you got black all the way to dark brown, brown. But they're, they're, nobody came from Europe. Mm-mm, no, no, no. Nobody came from They had already went into their land. They were already in their land. These are colored people. So teach your children that. Don't teach them superiority because we're not superiority. You're not superior to nobody. We teach them the truth of what God did, that we're one race with many cultures. And read your Bible. So black people built the first things built in this world. The first man to speak a language on the earth, his name was Adam. And he looked probably Look like me or Denzel. Probably more like me than Denzel because, you know, Denzel trying oh, to catch oh, up. Oh. You, know. you look like Denzel. All right, y'all. That's y'all black history for today. Oh. <laughs> okay. He done broke it down for us now, y'all. He done broke it down for us. I know we're going to get a few uh, people who are calling us about that or writing us about that, but look here. We're going to really elaborate on this stuff. When 2020 jumps through, I'm telling you, we're going to start elaborating, uh, giving full segments on uh, some of the things that he was talking about, about um, race and uh, 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 the different cultures and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about that. So don't y'all fret. Uh, Perilous Times yeah. is real. We talked about, uh, we were talking about that in our title, but is it, how serious is it? We gonna, this is going to be a part two thing now, y'all, because it's going to take me a little minute to get that off and see, see, we get we get into some stuff and we just can't, it, we want to let you know the whole story. We want to let you want to know the half of the story. Amen. So, we're going to talk about a little bit about the peril, Perilous Times, and um, I just want to bring to you uh, in regards to it, and I, and I like to read a lot of um David Wilkerson, I don't know uh, if you you know who David Wilkerson is, or Dr. Yeah, Duke. I'm familiar with. Him. Yeah. Well, I, well, I love him. I I love, always loved him, and I'm telling you, I, I used to read all his uh, messages and stuff he used to send me and stuff, and I was just I was just I learned a lot through him, 
and just to give give a little uh, some of the background on some of the stuff that he used to say. But um, he had this uh, article where he talked about perilous times, and I want to just add to a few things. You know, through the through the years, we faithfully have been warned about the coming, the soon to come world, and what's coming, especially economically. Uh, they called it an economic holocaust. That's what they would call it. And uh, right, right now, and around the, all around the world, we're starting to see even more and more of this coming to pass because our, our country is, is, is especially United, the United States of America, is hands, God's hands have been tied from America. I, this is something I believe. I'm, you know, I'm just telling you my belief. Um, because of some of the things that have taken place here, and, 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 and if you look at television and you look at the things around you and all the crimes that's going forth and everything, mm-hmm. you can see it coming to pass. And they don't want to admit that that we're going into an economic holocaust because they want to they want to fix it up to make it look like we you know we're going up but we're not we're going we're going down we're going down fast. Uh, we have been warned that the, and, and Christians in itself they're going to suffer a lot because uh, of the, uh, that they they have this great loss and great hardship and they have already been happening to us. Multitudes of precious things all over this world are going to have to endure this great financial and mental stress thing. And if you don't have no God in you, now I said Christians are saints, so that means we got God in us. But we're going to know how to handle it. God is not going to leave us behind. He said he'd never leave nor forsake us. He's not going to leave us behind. But as awful as some of these things sound that I'm saying right now, uh, we have to learn to focus on on our energies and our ministries. Rather, rather, we must continue proclaiming the love of our God, the Father, and the, and His tender mercy, oh, and and our and His Son Jesus the Christ. The American, I'm telling you, the American lifestyle right now, in every prosperous nation, is going to be changed permanently. It's going to be changed. Everybody sitting up right here talking about it's going to get better. Everything going to be everything going to be all right. It's going to get better. Get the, you better put that armor on. Get that armor on and get ready for the fight. Stop fooling yourself that everything is going to become hunky-dory. The world, the United States, everything is going to change and everything going to be all right. We're going to be rich. We're going to be this. We're going to be that. And then when it happens, you out there trying to put a gun to your head or hanging yourself high from a rope. Well, no, the devil said, is alive. Pastor King gave America a prophecy that everything in mainstream America rejected, uh, conservative America rejected him. He said, if you don't repent, he said this in 1966, God is going to take away your power. He said, you repent, Mm. you become arrogant. He prophesied that to them because America has never walked with God. America is not God's messianic nation. And American society poisoned the Christian church with mm, 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 bigotry. Mm. And the church got to stand up and say these things, what you're talking about now, but the mainstream won't do it. They think we're God's no, messianic they're nation. not going to do it. And see, and see that, that's why I'm getting to the point. The mainstream news, I don't even really like to uh, listen to it. Um, I might catch the local stuff or something, but everything is just so uh, sugar-coated to, to, yes. to satisfy it's like a, it's almost like watching a movie, you know. They they put in what they want to put in, and they add to what they to make it sound good, or or or, or make it sound bad. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with stuff they make it sound real bad, I mean, even that, and even that deep. So it's time for God's people. We have, pardon me. I was gonna make a statement right here before you make it right quick. The only reason mm-hmm. that President Obama, who was qualified to be president, became president because mm-hmm. you think America was feeling something that they have never felt before because of <laughs> excuse me, because of Reaganomics. And they knew the economic crush was there. And that's why he became president. Because the economy and, was so bad. And I find and I'm finding out so much about that. So much. And I'm like it was wow, so bad. Wow. It was so bad. But hey, the Bible is gonna be revealed. Just as it sure was you shall see it come Amen. to pass. And Amen. That's all I got to say on that. But we're going to continue this next week right here on Glorious Gospel God. Perilous times is real, but how serious is it? And this is time for us to get it together, open our eyes, and stop being 
crazy and acting like we don't Amen. know nothing. We can walk around with these Bibles in our purse, in our pocket, on our dashboard. You better get through mm-hmm. and get some, some Holy Ghost spirit up in you. So anyway, I just want to throw that out there. I'm glad everybody came on. I'm telling you, we got some people listening today, but I want to see people come right back here next week, same time, same place, right here. We're going to continue Perilous Times is Real, right here on Glorious Gospel Rise. Dr. Deuce, I thank you for being on here with me. Thank you. Sister Vanja Peppercorn, everybody, be blessed. We'll see you right back here next week, same time, same place, right here on Glory. Amen. Gospel Rise. I may the Thank Lord you. bless you real good. Real good. Real good. Real good. Hallelujah.